Uh, today's podcast will pick up where we left off last week. Uh, we started last week on uh, talking a little bit about issues in your business from a from a CFO's perspective. So really talking a lot about uh, getting a little bit more into the into the financial realm in your business, but uh, going beyond that just a little bit as well. Um, but uh, there, there are companies out there, um, so many of them, of course, have uh, CFO-type level people in their business. Some of them will hire a fractional CFO, somebody to come in and uh, take a little bit of an outsider's perspective, which is, uh, for, for someone in my seat, that's what I do a lot more of. Of course, I don't work for uh, someone else in regards to a, on a day-to-day basis on a, uh, as a corporate employee, but, uh, but have the opportunity um, to be able to go into many other types of businesses and, and just uh, kind of made a list of just some issues that I see uh, um, off and on as I go through different types of businesses. Some of these I see uh, in a lot of businesses, some of them uh, a little bit less frequently. Uh, today on the Belkin Business Podcast, it is episode number 100, the 100th episode that we recorded. Not doing anything special on this particular episode, but I just want to appreciate, uh, express my appreciation to so many of you who expressed your support uh, over the last, uh, I guess uh, now, close to three years uh, during this uh, journey of recording these podcasts. On, uh, last week, we, we started through, I mentioned uh, the first uh, four, and, and these aren't at all in any sort of uh, order of importance, but uh, or in order of you know, issues that I see, just uh, kind of randomly had jotted these down. Uh, but last week, we talked a little bit about uh, lack of controls in a business. Uh, it can be a potential issue, uh, mismatching of the uh, accounting platform with the industry uh, or with the required uh, or desired deliverables that, the, um, that the, the business owner or the leadership team may have. Uh, owners becoming loose with handling the equity in their company, and then uh, lastly, not securing intellectual property. Uh, today, we're, we'll pick up, and uh, I'm not going to review. If you want to go back and listen, uh, if you haven't, if you didn't hear that podcast, please, I encourage you to go back uh, and listen to it. Um, and today's uh, record, uh, I'm sorry, today's podcast will pick up uh, talking a little bit about record keeping uh, primarily, and everything that we talk about today uh, is, um, for the for the most part, going to kind of hinge around. Uh, really making sure that those records are in place for us to be able to uh, to do some other things. I apologize if there's a little bit of ambient noise here. We've got some mowing going on outside, so if you hear that, uh, sorry for the uh, for the excess noise. But uh, there are, I would say, so many times where we'll take on a client, especially those that may be a, a smaller business, and uh, they they really can't grow. They can't get to the point of scaling. They can't get to the point of making decisions because they uh, they have sloppy record keeping. And, uh, and, and they just don't have a process in place or processes in place uh, to be able to get the records together. Uh, literally sitting behind my desk right now, we had uh, someone who, uh, actually two clients who came in with boxes of stuff and just dropped it there and said, uh, hey, can you help us figure them some things out? And uh, they can never get out of their own way. It's the same, you know, they come up with excuses every year on why they can't get things together, or on why they're late, why they can't make decisions. And it's all because uh, they have uh, not instituted or put into place processes in order for them to be able to, uh, to, uh, um, to put the records together and to provide some sort of a deliverable that can help them make decisions. And, uh, and so- sometimes people resort to spreadsheets. If you're a real small business, I guess that's okay. Um, but if you're at all going to have a real functional business, you're going to have to have a good, solid process uh, to be able to pull those records together, to be able to provide you the deliverables that you need in order to be able to make the decisions you need to make in your business. And I'm not talking just about scaling, just basic operation-type decisions. And uh, in, in this day and age, I mean, there's plenty of technology out there that can help you. 
uh, and then uh, work through just scheduling the time if you're a solopreneur uh, where you may be sitting down and doing that yourself or bringing somebody alongside of you uh, that can help you come, maybe come in periodically and help you put your records together. Sloppy record keeping. It, uh, if you don't have uh, your financial records in place, uh, you will not be as profitable as, as you can be because you simply don't have the information you need to be able to make the decision you need to make inside of your business. Next, on a related note, that of fiscal management. So uh, you, you kind of go through, you get your records together, and, and uh, you're operating this business. There does have to be a, a process in regards to uh, managing uh, your finances. And uh, this comes from the, from the planning end. So many times, uh, you know, business owners will go into a business and, or they'll work to expand their business, and they'll try to do so without a plan. And of course, uh, if, you, if you don't have a plan, uh, you're, you're in all probability uh, not going to be able to succeed or you won't, you won't even know what success looks like. Uh, so uh, being able to, uh, to plan, of course, the definition of, uh, of fiscal management, uh, just textbook definition here, planning, uh, directing, and controlling uh, your, your financial resources. And uh, so uh, are, you, are you planning? This is uh, where the money's going to come from, and this is what I go I'm going to do with it once I receive it. And that getting to the point of directing it. How am I going to, where am I going to place it? And uh, we, uh, we have, for example, clients that might utilize some sort of a profit-first system or some sort of another type of a system uh, that they may, uh, they may put into place to where uh, they're taking their money and they're earmarking it into, into certain types of buckets. And, uh, and as a business grows, they'll grow past that kind of the, that more simplistic method into more complex methods. But they're, uh, they spend the time to be able to, to plan and then purposefully and with purpose, with every dollar that comes in, know where that dollar is going to be deployed. Uh, understanding this, uh, this is what it's going to cost to run my business, and this is where I need to place money uh, in order to be able to uh, to invest in another area, or to be able to to grow my business in this particular area. Maybe to bring somebody in to to, to help us and direct us. Um, so directing the finances, and then uh, then controlling the financial resources uh, once you have them to make sure that the money indeed is going where you're wanting it to go. Fiscal management. Next, uh, once again, on a related note, and that's a revenue and profit projections. And uh, do, you, are you, do you have a, a good method of understanding <clears throat> this, is, uh, this is how we go about uh, uh, making money? Our time, I'm talking about money here is our, our top line dollars. Uh, what, what, are driving, what is driving those dollars? And, uh, and understanding uh, how we go about generating those dollars and then also being able to have a good understanding of how we're going to be able to, uh, how are we able to project those out. Of course, there's so many unknowns, especially in recent years, in the recent, uh, last couple of years in regards to trying to do revenue projections. But, um, but, uh, but it really is something you need to spend some time on. Uh, so making sure that you, uh, you have those revenue and uh, profit projections. Uh, next, uh, knowing when to, uh, when to hire. And uh, I actually, uh, this past uh, Sunday, a few days ago, I had a, uh, a client text me and, and said, how do I know when to hire? How do I know, in this case here, they're wanting to bring somebody in to kind of help the, uh, the actual business owner, uh, the one that kind of uh, really is kind of the face of the business, to be able to kind of just step back a little bit and operate more in, in her core genius. And uh, the question came, uh, when to hire? This was, this was one of the most difficult struggles I had in my business and maybe probably for a lot of business owners too, knowing when to go about hiring. And uh, <clears throat> when do I go and pull that trigger? And I heard different statistics. I'm you know different room masterminds. You say, well, once you're at 70 or 80% of, of, uh, of your capacity, to, if that's at the point that you need to, to bring somebody on, uh, there, there may be some validity to that particular statistic. But I don't know if there's an exact science to know when to hire. Uh, but, uh, but you really need to be able to, to have a process to be able to gather the information that you need. 
uh, when you go through the process of deciding uh, uh, when to hire, and then beyond that, who to hire, uh, first of all, and I think most importantly, uh, you have to understand your why. And I'm not talking about the business why, but why are you wanting to hire someone? Uh, is it just simply so uh, so you can go out and, and you know be on the golf course or, or you know um, uh, to be on a boat and and have somebody else run your business? Uh, that that may be fine. That may work in theory, but in practicality, um, if that's why you're wanting to bring somebody on, you're going to have a real difficult time uh, with uh, getting getting somebody in the business and 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 for that business to push forward. That you have to kind of look at your motives. Why are you going about hiring someone? And, uh, and most of the time we go about hiring someone because we have a seat that we need to be filled, uh, that needs to be filled. We, uh, we're kind of at the point to where you know, people are starting to feel overworked um, or maybe we have a new opportunity uh, that, uh, that comes into play. And of course, a lot of different factors that, uh, that, that come into play. And it isn't always just a dollars and cents uh, decision. Uh, many times if we kind of wait until we have the money uh, to, to make that next hire, um, uh, at the point that we fi finally figure out when well, we kind of have the, the money, it, 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 may, it really kind of at that point is a little bit too late. Then you find you don't have the capacity uh, or the time to be able to invest in that person to develop them and train them properly. So know when your business, uh, when to hire. And then lastly for today, uh, knowing where to cut cost. Now, well, we're real big in our, at our firm level here in, in developing pro formas for clients. We really enjoy sitting down and taking their data, their historical data, uh, doing some projections, and then being able to kind of build out a visual for them, uh, which we can walk through in order to help them make decisions. Uh, tomorrow afternoon, uh, we'll bring in uh, one of our clients here locally, and we'll spend the afternoon with them doing exactly this. And so we, we uh, really go through, we, we, uh, we compile the data, uh, and it kind of helps provide a visual to, as to where is the money coming in, where is the money going out, and then where are areas within my business that I need to make some, uh, I need to make some hard, tough decisions. In this particular business here, they're having a, a difficult time uh, as far as on a cash flow end. So what we're really going to do is to try to nail down uh, looking at debt. We're going to look at, um, we're, we're going to, uh, we're going to look at employees. We're going to look at other types of cost and uh, really make a determination from that particular tool on uh, where, where are some areas that there's a potential here to, to reduce our cost and still operate efficiently. And, uh, and, and so you, you, uh, you better have your records together. You better have a good understanding of, of the day-to-day the -day, uh, finances inside of your business because uh, tumultuous times are going to come. There's going to be seasons of abundance. Uh, there's going to be seasons where things may be a little bit more difficult for you. Every business goes through it. Uh, but once you kind of go through those areas, you kind of have an understanding. These are some levers that I need to pull. Uh, I need to spend more money here in order to be able to, uh, to get more money back. I'm going to have to cut some cost in this particular area to survive for a time. Uh, and uh, to, be, to have a really good understanding of, of what decisions need to be made in order to uh, keep your business uh, sustainable and then uh, to the point eventually, if, uh, if it's your desire to do so, to that business of being able to scale and eventually uh, where you reach, either reach the uh, legacy or succession stage. Hopefully this uh, particular podcast brought you from, some value. My name is Josh Belt. This is the Belk on Business Podcast. Thank you for taking a moment to listen today.